Good afternoon, everyone. Today, I'll, I'm going to be talking about the tissue and organ transplantation issue in Egypt. In 2010, in Cairo, Egypt, the Ministry of Health prohibited the organ transplantation. According to a report issued by the World, he- the World Health Organization, WHO, in 2010, Egypt was described as a hub for organ trafficking and it is the top country for organ transplants in the Middle East. The law has been changed after black market activity where the poor agreed to trade their organs for money. The law sought to, to shut down commercial organ trading and organ trafficking. It allows donation only upon death and prohibits the buying and selling of human organs and tissues. The punishment for such activities includes imprisonment and a fine between 20,000 LE and 100,000 LE. And if the act was committed on a living person, it would result in imprisonment for no more than seven years. And if the donor dies, the punishment can include a fine of up to 200,000 LE. But now, in, in, like in 2017, the Egyptian parliament has updated the law that if an illegal act is committed on a living person, the medical practitioner can be imprisoned for no more than 10 years. And if the patient dies, the organ penalty rises to life imprisonment and includes a fine between 500,000 LE and 1 million LE. The law stipulates that transplantation or part of an organ or tissue to another human being is prohibited. That is unless it is necessary to save the life of the patient, and so long as there are no alternatives to save the patient's life, and the transplant does not pose any danger to the donor. In December 2016, Egypt's health ministry uncovered an illicit human organ trade in which migrants were selling body parts to reach Europe. Involved in the organ trafficking were 45 doctors, nurses, and organ buyers, and all of them have been arrested. The assistant of health uh, minister, Abdelhamid Abaza, he said, this law will bring the organ trade in Egypt down to a minimum. With a law like this, patients will not need to seek organs in an illegal manner. So he was happy about this law. And there was a- another one. He was he was leading the liver uh, surgeon in Cairo. And his name was Mahmoud Al-Mitini. And he said... This is too much for an average Egyptian. This will make matters harder for patients, particularly the poor. So it was obvious that he was complaining about the law and he was disagreeing with the law. And another one, and his name was Hussein Gizeri, the regional director for the Eastern Mediterranean. And he said, the approval of this law is a wonderful step that creates hope for thousands of patients who have been waiting a long time for life-saving transplant operations. And it is also a significant uh, a step towards ending illegal organ trafficking, which usually results in operations conducted under unsafe conditions and harming both the donor and the patient. In this regard, head of Central Administration for Free Treatment and Licenses, Ali Mahrous, the reporter of the, uh, the High Committee, said that Dean seeks to regulate organ and tissue transplants, particularly from d- deceased to, to living patients. Moreover, member of the Health Insurance Draft Committee, Ale Renem, remarked that Egypt will subject organ transplantation centers in the coming period to state control in order to prevent organ trafficking in Egypt.
According to Rifat Kamil, a member of the cabinet affiliated higher organ transplant panel, he said that Egypt lacks transplant specialists and there are only 10 to 20 such experts in the country. And he commented on that and he said, this is not enough given the huge demand. After that, uh, there was a religious debate that have been raising regarding the organ transplantation as some religious edicts and fatwas prohibit organ transplantation on the ground that Islam does not allow Muslims to give up their organs by selling or donating, whether during the lifetime or after the death. However, the Dar al-Ifta, which is the Fatwa Council, has allowed for organ transplants from living or dead donors in cases whether whether they are meant to save the life of a patient at a chronic state and on condition, only on one condition, that such transplants in Egypt are legal and should not include any financial benefit for the donor. So that means that he... That that the the donor shouldn't accept any benefits or profits after he, he donates his organ and his family or his heirs in cases whether the the donor is deceased and hence from that the egyptian parliament approved a draft law on organ transplantation on june 19 2017 and the ministry of health and population will establish the biggest international organ transplantation center in the Middle East at Sheikh Zayed Al Nahyan Hospital. According, and according to an official uh, from uh, the Ministry of Health, the official said that a first advanced research center for liver, bone marrow and kidney transplantation will be set up based on international systems to put an end to organ uh, trafficking in Egypt. And he stated that the center will create a bank for donated organs from deceased donors. And he also added that the center will finance those who are least able to afford the transplantation surgery. And those who are the poor who live mostly in uh, rural areas in Egypt. So after all of this, is organ transplantation or, 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 or tissue transplantation important? Yes, they are. Why? Because they save and transform the life of a person. People who need a a tissue or organ transplantation are usually very sick and maybe almost dying because one of the organs is failing or damaged and they need a donor to, to donate one of their organs or part of their organ or tissue to save their lives. But this, of course, relies on the donor himself and his family agreeing to donate their organs or not. And there was a recent news that there was the uh, that, that there was a first penis and scrotum uh, a, a transplant that was complete. And these types of surgery or these types of transplant that the male uh, genitals organs these are the most uh, uh, difficult transplants and they're difficult because due to ethical and uh, practical organ collection concerns and until last year only two successful penile transplants have been completed in those procedures only the penis itself was transplanted but now and for the first time a team of surgeons from john hopkins uh, uh, medicine in uh, uh, baltimore 
has managed to transplant the penis and the scrotum from a deceased donor to a recipient who had lost his genital organs during armed uh, service. So the surgeons have been planning to do such an intervention or, or such a surgery from 2013. And after five years, Dr. Rick Reddit, he's, he calls the procedure as the, the, the culmination of more than five years of research and collaboration across multiple disciplines. Now, let me discuss, is the society, the economy and the environment affected by organ and uh, tissue transplantation or not? Yes, they are. And, and for the society, as I said before, they affect them because now, in 2020, more than 110,000 individuals waiting for an organ transplant to live a healthier and more productive life. And there are thousands of other people whose lives will be improved and through tissue and cornea donation and transplants that, that can help them move better, see better and live better. And it affects families, friends and colleagues and acquaintances that you love and support those in need of transplantation. So organ donation for everyone who wants to donate to their organ provides a life-giving and life-enhancing opportunity to those who are at the end of the line for hope. For the environment, there is a new data suggesting that high salt diet, high fat diet, and hyperlipidemia pollutants, microbes, and pathogenic infections can, uh, can affect T-cell activation, differentiation, and the kinetics of graft rejection. And I mean by, and what, what do I mean by, by graft? Graft means that a piece of living tissue that is transplanted surgically. And these observations reveal opportunities to improve graft outcomes to predict or diagnose graft deterioration before it becomes irreversible. For the economy, the demand for organs is continuing to grow and it is doubtful whether the current uh, system of voluntary donation will provide enough organs to meet the growing demand or not. In addition, some discussions on organ transplant is raising other questions about property rights, profits, contracting, and the distribution of benefits. Now there are three policy options have been discussed to increase or alleviate the, the, the shortage of transplant organs. And the first one is required request, the second one, presumed consent, and the last one is the market approach. The required request and the presumed consent together eliminates the excessive demand for transplant operations by increasing the supply of organs and the research at that point needs to be done to determine whether required request legislation has increased organ donation in the states or not and it also would be useful to research the effectiveness of organ procurement in the presumed uh, constant countries lastly the strong market approach to organ procurement would allow donors to sell their organs and would increase the quantity of organs supplied now that's it for the podcast and thank you for hearing me and i hope you liked it and last thing i want to tell you and and this is for, from me to you there is there is no probability or 
po uh, a possibility after the surgery if you would live or die because there are so there are some cases that people died after the surgery immediately and some people lived but developed other diseases so you have to think about that before uh, you donate your organs to one of the to uh, the uh, to the patients and that's it and uh, uh, thank you again for hearing me and I, I hope that you liked the podcast peace out <laughs>